It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. Oh, shit. Recorded live. There we go. Oh, hello. Yes, here we are. <laughs> I know. How are you? Oh, I'm a little bit stressed out. I I had a just having a crazy week, and I I'm you know I signed up for Alan's program to create a program and launch it in 90 days, and that's like stressing the hell out of me because I can't. Oh keep my up. god. Yeah, I, I in some ways I wish I hadn't. Done, done it, but uh, I'm in it. So. Wow, what I didn't even know that I was able. Well, it's good. It's good that I, I didn't even know about it. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah, it says, no, it says exactly. I think Nancy or Cynthia. What's that? I couldn't. I don't recognize your voices yet. I'm so sorry. My voice? Yes. What do I you mean, mean, I recognize your voice, but I don't know if you're none. You know, it's like I. Like, I don't know, I cannot put your voice together with your name yet. Oh, I'm Cynthia. Okay, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no worries, no worries. You're okay. very, uh, you know, you're very distinguishable, but you have an accent. I know. <laughs> I know. I, there's nothing I can do about it. That's very, <laughs> very, <laughs> so, yeah, God, and uh, so I know that um, Saloni is also on the call. I use. Yeah, hello. Huh? Hello, hello. Yeah, that's why I didn't know who was talking because I knew that you both, you were both on the call and so glad that you made it. Are you are you in um uh, Saloni, are you in doing um Alan's program as well? I'm just back ten minutes. Oh. Hello. Hello, hello. Okay, yeah. Um, on and off, just put my headphones in. But yeah, I'm literally just in through the door, so I made it. Great, great! I'm so glad. Good. So uh, Cynthia was saying about the uh, the program. You want to tell us a little more about it, or how is it really? Sure, I'll just tell you quickly. Um, so Alan Davidson uh, was um, creating a 90 day program for high end people who wanted to up level. And I don't. I'm. I'm guessing that. I, I don't know. I guess he didn't. I'm. I don't know. That that piece doesn't matter. Anyway, no, ultimately it didn't end up getting um, targeted to those people, and he targeted it to people who were very new, who had never done anything like that, or who were who had, but you know, were pretty still pretty new. And so, um, a bunch of us rock stars signed up for it. There's about five of us, I guess, and. Uh, I don't know why my dog's barking. Um, and so I agree. I decided, yeah, I'll do it because I want to create a program and launch it, and this will be the impetus to do it. But we meet every week, an hour and a half. Sometimes we have bonus calls like we do today, and um, I'm just feeling really overwhelmed because I don't have a program I, at all. I mean, I'm, I have an idea for one. I'm working on one. Uh, I don't even have a website yet. I'm working on a website. I just feel like I can't 
keep up with it all, and um, I want to jump into a river. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I can totally tell. I, I, yes. And you know what? The one thing that I want to say to that is that I've, I've been there, and I go there periodically, and something I'm feeling extremely guilty because something has shifted internally where I am not as stressed as I used to be, which to me means that I'm being extremely lazy and there's something really wrong. <laughs> um, but I have to say, I think that it may be actually more sustainable to do it this way. I mean, that's what I've been inviting. It's just creating a rhythm that is sustainable. Because since I started with Margaret, and I don't know how what was you know your experience, Lonnie, but um, there's been two years that were so incredibly intense and so much going on and all these deadlines and all these things that had to be done. Um, and it's just insane. And then one day, I'm just going gonna, gonna to just share with you something that happens and I wonder if you can, if you can receive it in any way that would be, and I'm, of course I'm going to start tapping because whenever I talk and say things, it just starts just going different places and letting go of whatever is not working anymore, but one day something happened that I, was, I totally got it. I was like, you know what? This is what I want to do for the rest of my life, but if I do it at this rate, I'm going to hate it so much that I go in these bursts of like doing, 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 and then wanting nothing to do with it, and doing, yeah. doing, doing, yeah. right? Yes. And I guess it's very, very charismatic leader-like <laughs> from what I'm learning. I don't know. What I know. That totally resonates with me, Laura, because like last year I've written a book, a PhD, and started coaching. And the only way I can do that is have periods of being really active and then doing nothing. It's like my book, I don't want to look at it. The PhD, I've had months where I'm like, I, I want to vomit just thinking about it. So I, th- I agree. I think it's like short, sharp bursts of activity. Um, and then, you know, just, oh, my God, I just can't have anything to do with it. But, you know, I, I think it's a way forward, personally. Um, yeah, but I know, um, Cynthia, uh, um, I'm talking about, I know lots of people are very triggered at the moment. So, like, I chatted to um, Denise, and she's she was quite triggered yesterday, and Sophia's been this week. So I think astrologically things are quite tough at the moment, too. I think there's lots of planets in retrograde. And I just know, like, I just started feeling it the last day. I mean, I'm moving back to Dublin and my computer broke and all this other stuff. But um, I think, you know, I just think it's also quite a tough time to, you know. Yeah, it, it does make so much sense because there's so much going on. There was yeah. like so much, so much. And it's like, you know, uh, and, and I, I mean, we're all in the same boat, meaning that, this year and next year, we're still in the program with Margaret, right, as masterminds? Yeah. That's another so, thing. I feel like I wish I hadn't signed up for that either. <laughs> you know, another two years. Like, I don't need this kind of stress. But, you know, and that's why I want to tell you, Cynthia, that is why I actually, uh, with Stefan, we decided to take last year off because we're like, we need to, like, process everything, get you know, get stuff done, and when this was an opportunity, I really like it because then this year what happens is that, oh, I missed a class. And it's like, oh, well, that's too bad. I'll try to listen to it. But if not, it actually releases a lot of tension for me because I'm thinking I can listen again or I could just 
out. I'm, I have a whole other year. Yeah. It doesn't like what would what would what would happen if we thought you know what this is a journey of our lives. This is not something yeah. that needs to happen in the next ninety days. So what happens if you let's say you don't have your website and your program in ninety days? You're going to get started. You have a lot of you know a lot of impulse and motivation, and of course it makes a lot of sense. But it's like, so what if you do it in, we don't do it in 90, you do it in 120, you do it in whatever. What do I never do it? Because there's a part of me that doesn't even give a hoot in hell if I do it at this point. It's like, I don't, you know, I mean, a part of me wants it, but a part of me is like, I don't, how badly, you know? I mean, I don't know. No, but I I resonate with that a lot because when I go into this this place that this is a lot of work, I don't like it. My body is, it's like every cell of my body is like, get me away from this thing, whatever it might be. It's like, I don't want to do it. I don't care. Forget it. And, and there's been times where either Margaret or Bethany asked me, how bad do you want it? And I'm like, I don't want it. Really? <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah, because when I am in that stress and that level of like, it feels like survival. It feels like I'm going to space where the level of stress can be so intense I was talking with someone recently. I think I may have mentioned it to you guys. And I actually, I think I even posted it, that I go into the place that like, how about if I have like a frozen yoga franchising? Forget <laughs> yes, thing. yes, 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 you did. You did post it's, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have a, a, an accountability partner. She's like, I want to go work at McDonald's. And I'm like, I'm not that low. But, you know, a frozen yoga franchising is totally up my alley. I can definitely do that. <laughs> Because it's just, you know, it's like, okay, that is something that would be sane. Like, so how can you make these be sustainable? What would it look like if you were to choose, and you have the choice, right? But if you were to choose this path for your life, this journey of, like, you know, being a coach and having your business, what would actually, what would it look like if you were to be sustainable? Well, I would have, uh, there'd be a lot more balance because, you know, I also, I'm a horse person and I have horses and, you know, sometimes I feel like, oh, you know, I'm going to cry about this because this is a real um, uh, hard place for me. But I feel like, you know, everyone's going to roll their eyes like, oh, you know, that's a big problem, Cynthia, that you have horses, you know, because it's sort of something that, you know, it's a, a a privileged thing, you know, to have these horses that I get to care for, and and yet, you know, I don't know how to balance having my horse life, having a work life, and then having playtime because I don't, I don't do enough self care, I don't have enough time for yeah, for, for you know, I think that's the problem, you know, that I don't yeah. have enough, I don't, I, I don't. I tried to make it a priority in this whole week. You know, it was interesting. I, I had a, I was like, okay, self-care. I've got to have self-care if I'm going to do rock stars and Allens. And, and so I yes. just, and then all of a sudden, you know, the guy who helps me with my horses is on vacation. And it's like, I'm, there's like a big, big, a big um, problem of, with a leak at the barn and all this shit that I have to, I decided just had to cancel one thing after the next because I couldn't do it. And, uh, yeah. And, um, anyway. So, so let, let's say, let's for a moment, just take take a, and, and I, I need to ask you a couple of questions if you don't mind. But it's like, so if like 
So you have is when you refer to your work, is it your coaching or is there some is there another work that you do as well? No, I was a psychotherapist and then I had a health problem and I closed my practice eventually and then I didn't do anything and I never wanted to work with people again. And then that uh, was sort of the vow I made. And then I did the Tapping into Wealth Coach certification, and then I started doing that, and I'm really having fun with it, and I'm good at it, and people have huge ahas, and I wish I had I have a piss off of that I didn't win the video contest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I am exactly on the same boat. We could even tap on her, not recognizing our brilliance. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I put out my heart and soul into that damn video anyway, and that was really hard for me to make. And yes, that's what I do for work. I do the ta- the, the tapping into wealth coaching right now. Yeah. And is it is is money an issue? Like, do you need to get these business going and really fast in the whole thing? Because no, I, that's another issue. See, I I don't need to. I have uh, okay. a very comfortable. I have investments that you know make me good money, and I don't need to. Uh, I don't need to work. You know, frankly, that's. I mean, another thing that I have a massive amount of shame about that you guys are gonna, you know, want to spit in my eye. But that's the truth. I don't have to work, and so. No. Other part of no. me is like, well, then why the fuck am I doing this? You know what? I I really want to. I first of all, I have no judgment about it. I don't know about you, Sandoni. No, no, not at all. Sorry. And it would be okay. If we, it would be okay if we just like, okay, there's a part of me that I don't have a judgment, and I feel like, oh, I wish that I could just say, you know. But the reality is that even though I'm not in in your situation, uh, I am in a situation where I don't have to provide as much. Uh, my business is doing reasonably well, but I don't have to provide as much because it is true that Stefan's business is doing at these points better than mine. He's been established for like, I don't know, 20-some years, whatever. So it's like, yeah, but it's so wonderful to have this privileged opportunity. I know. And I wish I could appreciate it, like see it like that. I have so much, you know, fear that people are going to hate me. Well, so. well, it's just, it's just the three of us here, so let's not talk about people. We don't, we don't know about those people <laughs> right now. I mean, it sounds, it sounds Cynthia, like maybe it's more your judgment because I don't judge you know, it's more, um, I hope you don't want me saying that, but, it, you know, I, I hear what you're saying because, it, you know, life isn't just about money. It's about doing something. I know that you've done your best or what you're meant to do. And, you know, yes, the money is important, but it's kind of sec- secondary, really. You know, if it was all about money for me, then I'd have, you know, taken a consultant post and, and be sitting in that. So, um, you know. You're you're definitely right. As soon as I was saying, I'm worried you guys are going to hate me, you know, I was like, Cynthia, this is your stuff, you know? I mean, this yeah. is really your issue that you you struggle with. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and, it's, and it's important to put it out there because it's, it's part of who you are right now. And, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. You know, it's, it's good because then we can, we're really, that, this is what it's, this is about. I think that it's about, like, where we are at, and, and I'll share whatever you like. But this, is, I think, is, if, you know, anything at all, what we're talking about right now, to me, has been one of my hardest and most important learnings. Uh, and before I go on, Saloni, are you in a similar situation, or how, where are you at with this whole thing of feeling the pressure of time and stress about getting shit done. 
But wait, before um, Saloni goes louder, you said that this is right now. This is say say again what you just said. That talking about the stress and the level of overwhelm that we feel about getting all this stuff done. Yeah. It's it's one of the the hardest pieces the hardest pieces that I learned. Okay. And and I'm actually as I said earlier I'm going to share I'll share my journey about what happened for me with that. But I also want to share with you that it has been one of the hardest pieces for me to learn. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. Now, now I'd love to hear from Saloni. I, I, um, yeah, I mean, I feel really pressured. I, you know, I've work felt for me last year was horrific because I was working full time and doing a PhD, um, and you know, commuting, and and so I mean, like I kind of sit and think about it now, going, I don't quite know how I did it, to be honest with you, and, and would fly over and have a day either side because I was working full time. Um, so there's a lot of time pressure. You know, I'm trying to get. Um, I'm going back to three months consultant local in Dublin, so I'm moving next weekend to um, get my coaching stuff ready for after that so I've got some income you know so I've been desperately trying to do that and then you know my first book I've sent off in a second so it it feels like there's so many balls in the air (laughs) you know any one moment there's no leeway that's what it is like if you're a normal person you've got a bit of leeway but there isn't just there isn't that break it's totally lean if you know what I mean yeah and it's so it's are you right now? Are you? I know that you you just got past your your big doctorate exam, right? Yeah, so I've just done my defence, but I've still got corrections and papers to publish, and then I'm going back to full time work um, for three months. But then after that, I'm like, okay, well, I need to try and get you know, I want to try and get my coaching off the ground, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm somewhat like this move. I'm like, you know what, I'm going for five to ten top end clients, three months, three and a half thousand euro. That's it. I'm not, I'm not, I can't do a load of web advertising, this, that, and the other, because I just don't physically have the time. You know, I might commit to one workshop. Again, I don't know how that will work out time-wise. Um. So the program, it, it also seems like, from what I'm hearing, I don't know if you correct me if I'm hmm. wrong, it doesn't seem like doing everything, like the rock star and getting your coaching and the whole thing is also, you have other things going on that... Yeah. You know, pressure about time yeah no I do and the only way I deal with it is I I, comp- I I I've just got good at compartmentalizing going okay well this is medicine time for three months and I'm not doing any coaching stuff or, or this is PhD time and I'm not doing anything else and that's the only way I've been able to do it is to just do it in chunks of time and be like right well I'm having two months of write my book and then I'm doing nothing for a month and yeah that's that's the only way I've been able to um, it's just by just by allocating myself lots of time, and you know, and ironically, it's been like having a month off. It, you know, just Denise is like, Selene, how do you do all this stuff?" And I'm like, "I actually don't know, but I probably worked less than I used to. I think it's probably more that I have more breaks, and in my head, I'm like, right, well, in my head, I'm going back to medicine in September, and I'm going to do very little coaching. I, I'm already five classes behind with rock stars." I'm going to do very little coaching. I'm going to try and do one workshop because I don't want to stress myself out. It's going to be back to medicine and PhD papers published and putting the nail in that coffin. Um, and then November, December, I'll pick up the coaching again. Yeah. And, then, and that's, that's how I run it. I just have to run it in blocks of time. 
okay next yeah. three months of this stuff and you know I reevaluate if something's really coming up in in that I need to start writing the book then I'll do that but you know I I, I used to write my book on the tube because I had no other time um, right and so to make it in a way that it's sustainable for you that it makes sense yeah yeah because if I try to do it all once it you know it, it's just really uncomfortable it, it, it's overwhelmed that, that, that you're talking about so I, I do things in blocks of time you know I've got very good at compartmentalizing being like okay nice PhD time but ironically you know that sounds crazy sometimes flipping between the two has helped because sometimes like with writing a book of a program I've had a total different shift and I've gone into medicine for that and I've been like oh yeah this is okay you know I've, I've, it's good to be like, so I spent the last week reading up guidelines. I'm like, you know, it's been a while. It's good to do that. I've not even thought about the book or the coach. Well, I've done a bit of coaching. But ironically, sometimes the contrast helps because it's a total break from it. It's a psychological switch off. I don't know whether that, that helps you at all. But that's, that's how I've managed, managed it in the past year, 18 months. Yeah. Now tell me what what is your profile, Saloni? Because it, it sounds like you have that KA. You have a knowledgeable achiever in you. Yeah, no, I definitely, and that has gone down a lot. I mean, I'd say I'm probably a CL primary, primary, and that's come up more. There is a very strong KA. There's also quite, you know, my creative idealist has, has come up a lot more, and CIS. So it, yeah, I fluctuate, but yeah, yeah, so but I, yeah. I I I have none. <laughs> I don't know about you, Cynthia. What is yours? You know, my profile. Yeah. You know, I don't. I, I don't know exactly because uh, I did Reese's program, a six-month thing that he had last month. Uh, last month, last year, and he's convinced I'm a creative idealist, but I don't feel. I think I have a piece of that, but uh, but I don't think that's really all of uh. I think when I'm in stress, which I was in that retreat that we had with him, I had a lot of stress, particularly because of the people that were there. And um, so I think I can go into creative idealist sort of as a when I'm in defense a little bit to sort of like leave my body and kind of. Um, and I think I probably did that when I was young. But I think I definitely have. I think I have a strong charismatic leader and I have a lot of EIS because I need to cry a lot. Yeah. <laughs> immensely when I'm just completely overwhelmed, I just have a good cry and then I feel like, okay, now I can carry yeah. on. And um, and I think I have a big K. I, I think I've operated in KA a lot. I don't think it's always served me very well because it's a taskmaster, master, you know, that drives me. And I, so I think I probably see our KA. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure who I am. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you know, it makes sense. That one of the things as if we if you have a, a charismatic leader, either primary or secondary, is that we can be chameleons. So if at a point in your life it makes sense to be a you know a knowledgeable achiever or a, or a creative idealist, then you're going to go there. Yeah. Um, so you know it's not surprising, but. Um, the piece that, you know, in Saloni, it sounds like with your KA, you can organize yourself better, which I actually, the first, my, so my first year with Margaret, and I don't know, um, I'll just share a little bit with you, and then you can, you know, ask me questions, or we can just talk, you know, whatever comes up, but my first year was really intensely transformational. I was like, I was either crying or battling constantly, constantly. I was first really, really angry that 
they told me that I was a, a charismatic leader. I hated it oh. um, because I, I grew up with an enforcer dad, and uh, and I, you know, I, I completely recognized it. Is now that that that's what happened? Is like all of a sudden I was like. I had spent so many years of my life trying to control or to deny or to hide my anger and, and my feelings, both because of my secondary CIS, um, that I was just incredibly uncomfortable with the idea of the mission of the creative or the charismatic leader, the whole idea of being visible, standing in front of people, the whole thing. I just like rebelled against it and, and I was in constant overwhelm overwhelmed and overstressed the whole year. Um, I did create a, a website, and it's interesting because I don't know how it was last year. You both were did a program last year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I'm noticing this year, we've been talking with Stefan, is that she's starting the she's starting the marketing way later. I mean, we're like in mid-August, and she has hardly done any marketing piece with us. In 2013, she started the marketing like, I don't know, like two or three months into the program. We were like thrown into all kinds of marketing stuff. But anyway, for me, it, it was it was good, but it was incredibly stressful. Uh, and it was a very intense year, which I was so happy when it was over. There was no way I was doing another year. I was like, no way. Um, because I changed... Uh, I changed my, my the focus of my people twice in that year. Then I changed it again last year, and I'm redoing my website again for the third time, you know, this year, pretty much as we speak. But the piece that has really shifted for me, it, and Stefan has always, for you know, constantly, who was telling me that instead of being like I was totally acting like the hare, and he said you need to be the turtle. You know, the the that called parable of the the turtle and the hare. Yes. And uh, you know it, Saloni? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he said, you need to be like the turtle. You're being like the hare, driving yourself insane, and then wanting to quit constantly. That was my pattern. Driving that's myself me, crazy. Me. What's that? That's me. Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly what I did. A whole year, year and a half. Like, go like crazy, I'm quitting. Go like crazy, this is not working, I'm quitting. And constantly he was telling me, he's like, you need to be like the turtle. Just pace yourself slow and steady, slow and steady. You know, it's, it's not a... And then it really clicked because I was talking um, and I said, you know, I do need to make this sustainable. It is true. I love working with people. I love inspiring and I love being inspired by people's transformation. I love what I do. I really love it. I wish that people could just come to me and I didn't have to do any of the work, you know, any of the, like, the stuff that needs to happen in order to work with people. Uh, and, and I'm getting there. I'm trying to, like, okay, what, what does it take for me to be in the space of being open to receiving these people coming to me, open to the opportunities? of And, and, and I can tell you that since that has been happening, there's a few little miracles that I'm like, oh, okay, that's how it works. But my energy, and I, as I'm telling you, I don't quite trust it because I am really used to the hair energy. And they're like going and quitting, going and quitting. And for the last, I don't know, I want to say like three or four months, but I've been really aware in the last two months 
I'm just not as worried anymore. I'm not as stressed. I'm thinking, probably think my my fear is that probably this means that everything's going to hell because I'm not stressed. I'm not. It doesn't seem like I'm working as hard. Um, and the the biggest change, I think, it's internal. I I don't think it's so much external. Um. Because I am getting things done. I am doing things. I am, you know, I can tell you the different things and whatnot, but I am not carrying the same level of stress and overwhelm that I used to, and it was an internal process. Nothing externally changed. It was more like a decision of, like, I do want to do this, but I want to do it in a way where I still enjoy my life. I still enjoy my daughter. I don't feel guilty when I'm not putting time into my business. I want to be able to say, you know what? Today, I, I am going to spend the afternoon with my daughter. She's 13. Aww. And I, have a, I always wanted to have six children. I ended up with one. This is when it gets me super emotional. And I feel like she really wants to spend time with me, and it's not going to last, <laughs> you know? Uh, it's Everybody tells me it's like really enjoy it because the moment that she starts wanting to hang out with friends, that's how I remember that myself. So, do either of you have children? I don't. Oh, I this is Cynthia. I don't have kids. I have anim- a lot of lot of animals. <laughs> no, I yeah. kids. They are your children. Yeah. Yeah, and Saloni, you don't, right? But you're young, aren't you, Saloni? Well, I'm 37, so it is a thing, you know, it, it, it is a thing for me. I have um, huge moments of panic, at, like on the last call, it was really coming up. It comes in in waves because I really do want them, and I had thought that by now things would be very different, and, and what got me into the whole personal development in the first place was, you know, wanting to have a man and babies. Um, mm. So, um, you know, I'm... I have my, I, most of the time I'm okay with it, but I have periods where it gets really intense, and I'm like, oh, my God. Um, you know, the reality is I wouldn't have wanted to have had them with any of the men that I've been with, um, but it would be nice to meet somebody now and, and have them and, and just enjoy that part of my life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, I, the, the biggest piece for me has been that just, um, just pacing. So, Cynthia, I really encourage It sounds like Saloni has it down, but Cynthia, I really encourage you to just pace yourself. Know that you have time, you have energy, you have the resources, and you're in a really good place. And what, so, even if you chose, to, even if you decided, you know what, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm not, I'm not going to really turn this into a business. I'm going to coach clients whenever. They come to me, and I'm going to focus on my courses. And, you know, if I choose to do a program, I will. And whenever that happens, that would be great. And if it doesn't, that's okay, too. Like, what would happen? It's not about, for me, what comes up is almost like a quitting energy, and it freaks me out. It's like, oh, I'm going to be a quitter. That's it. When you said that, it's like, oh, oh. You know, but I think just to give myself permission, yes, I, I'm, I'm terrified of quitting. I was a quitter when I was a kid. I quit a lot of things, um, yeah. with that, and quit that they it sort of they were traumatic quittings, you know. Um, and that's a whole nother. I could write a book about that. But um, 
I think that's the fear. But if I could just, I mean, I think that would be super helpful, Laura, to just say to myself, you don't have to do any of this. You know, you don't have to complete Alan's program. You don't even have to complete Rockstars. If you don't want to finish, go into the year two, I mean, you can do whatever you freaking want to do, you know, and tap on this fear of the quitting, of being a quitter and what that means. Um, I think that would be hugely, it would just give me the space to say, well, what do I really want? Instead of, you have to do it because if you don't, you're a quitter, you know? Yes. I I think that would be really good, Cynthia, because I actually did that with my PhD and there was a time I was going to walk away from this and this was something that I poured my heart and soul into it. And after the retreat last June, I was done. I was like, you know what, rock stars had really pushed me. I was on my knees, my eyes were bad. I was, you know, on the tube home every night crying. And and I was like, you know what, I'm not doing it. and I didn't do it for a long time. My supervisor at the time played it right, and she said, do you know what, Selena, you'll do it when the time's right. And I didn't touch it from the time my eyes got sick until November. And then I had three months, and I finished it. And it wasn't very pleasant, but they never are. But I got really sad, and I gave myself permission to not do that, so I rested. I'm not saying do that, for, you know, but, you know, because you're doing this program. But, you know what, I rested, and I... I played and I listened to my little girl and I didn't work and and then I did do it because I'd had the rest and I I knew that I wanted to do it but I wasn't being forced into it. Yeah, I, I think it's a. I mean, I think it's it'll be one of the hardest things I do because there's so much fear that and so much of the rule keeper that says if you make a commitment you have to keep it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be. I think you know. I think that would be an amazing. Um, healing peace and amazing transformational peace to just start to use, use that as my affirmation, my, some of my affirmations. Yeah. And the other piece is that it doesn't mean, so this is, this is one thing that I have discovered that really helps me a lot, that it's like, it, it's not about quitting. So whenever that voice comes in, it's so strong that, it, you know, it's like, it almost like, it, I feel like it, um, it's just like, gets me by force and it makes me like shrink and I cannot actually because it's like you know you're going to be a quitter and you have to do it and the whole you know being so critical right so instead of saying I may you know I'm going to quit I'm going more like I'm going to take a little break oh I like that I'm, I'm going to I'm going to get back to it not right now I'm going to get back to it but I'm taking a little break I am open yeah. to taking little breaks. I like that. That's going to yeah, be one of my affirmations. Yeah, because you know, I remember when my daughter was about two, she started the tantrum age, you know, the whole age there, and she was just starting whining. And the moment I noticed, I just nipped it at the bottom. I sat down, I got down to the ground, to her level, and I said, you know what? When you need me, when you want mommy and mommy's done, you know, you just, you know, instead of whining or screaming, just pull on me or call my attention. I say, mommy, and you just, she, she was like one and a half. Just say attention or mommy and I'll stop whatever I'm doing. I'll be right there with you. And then slowly I built in little moments of like, I'll be there with you in two minutes, you know, five minutes, I'll be right there. But it was like, taking little tiny breaks, like allowing that whiny and, you know, strong part. Because I, I have a tantrum child inside of me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, I was definitely going to attest to that, of course. <laughs> and, 
if I tell her no, or if I tell her this is what we're doing, she gets so loud it's insane. But if I tell her, you know, I'm I'm just going to take a little break. I'll be right with you. It's like, oh, okay. Then she's a little quieter, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so it's going to take a I mean, that would help me immensely because instead of the rule keeper, the KA driving me going, no, you'll never get ahead. You know, like my thing that I shared on the call yesterday, you'll never amount to anything. You know, that's yes. the part. It's like, you'll never amount to anything. You have to keep pushing. And, you know, and I, yeah, and, and then I just go into collapse. Yeah. And you said, like, the, this whining, like, poor me, uh, I just want to give it all up. I, you know, I hate all of it, any, and I just want to throw it all over, you know, into the garbage can. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, because it's like we're pushing yourself to such a point where you're like, yeah, screw choice, you know, fuck this, right? It's like, fuck it. I'm out. I'm out. I don't care. There's been moments, I remember in those moments, so many times that I told Stefan, I just need, like, if my life were a train, I want to get off. Next station, I'm getting off. <laughs> right, and you're going to buy your, franchise, your yogurt franchise. I love that image. Yeah, because it was like, you know, it's a, it's a sense of, like, I, this is just the, the rate and the speed at which things are going. It just got to me, like, this is just not sustainable, just not it's, I cannot live like this. The level of, of stress and overwhelm and intensity is just like, I think that, you know, there's a little stress that it can be exciting and motivating and whatnot, but it, when it goes over so, so high, it gets to a point that it, to me is unbearable. I, I, don't have in, I don't have it in me. And then I stop um, prioritizing, so it's like everything seems like an ordeal, no matter what it is. I have to make a phone call that I, I cannot even do it. Like my brain goes into like overdrive. Oh God, this is so helpful. I love hearing that you guys are, uh, you know, have these the same similar experiences because I judge it harshly, you know, just to hear that other people have the same mo, you know, the way of operating. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And then the other piece is, so you're doing a program. Um, let's see, what are the things that I did do that could be helpful to share? Um, what are the things that I did? See, I I started because uh, with with Stefan's guidance and support, he was doing at the time a lot of the long term strategies putting into place a long term marketing because that's the place where he was at. So I, that was the other thing that was incredibly frustrating because I was going backwards about my business. Uh, I also, you know, I think you both, both might know, but I'm also a psychotherapist, and I was like, I needed to quit my, my job at the clinic. I just couldn't do it anymore. I, I like being a supervisor. I work with wonderful people, but after 12 years, it just was, it was I couldn't do it. It's just too much. I can tell you more details another time. But I felt like somehow my soul was had to shrink in order to go there. Um, especially more more of the the system and the dynamic of the workplace and the the whole you know the whole um, like the state state regulations that were getting tighter that kind of stuff. So I, I didn't feel like I could do what I really wanted to do, and I had to turn into somebody else, and uh, that became too painful. So in my mind, I had to start my business, and it had to take off quickly. Well, 
I started doing the long-term marketing, which it did work, but I realized that in order to have a sustainable and growing business, it's very, very true that there's the, the short-term strategies are much more productive and it makes a lot more sense. So, you know, like going to BNI right now and, you know, they just elected me president, which is a whole thing in itself. But again, I'm taking it easy. I'm not going to drive myself crazy. And giving talks and being, you know, present in my community and um, become having more of the... Like you know, the the things that Margaret talked about that are short term, short short term marketing, um, not necessarily because of the local, but just within reach. Like people can actually see me as somebody that is presenting, that is I'm an expert of what I do, and then we start having clients that way, uh, while the whole website and online is building. Because the biggest challenge that I did have was that as I started with the whole online, people didn't know me very well online, as, you know, outside of the whole Margaret community and so on. So it was much slower. And one thing that actually Kimberly told me was that as a charismatic leader, and we all have it, that really like totally got to me, was that I need to feel, like Margaret has been talking about, I need to feel like I'm winning. And it's not, it's true, it's an internal feeling of like what I'm doing is producing results. And that that feedback really inspires me and motivates me to keep moving forward. So, I think that maybe, so, so yeah. So winning, like I've always gotten confused about that. So winning doesn't mean like, oh, I'm a competition. It's more like a competition with yourself, that you're, whatever you're doing is is creating results at for me, that's, I think that for me, and I think Margaret talked that, it's, yeah, I'm not competing with others. Like, so yeah. yesterday the, at this event, that it was so amazing that, you know, I got all those votes and I was able to talk, which, by the way, I was, so, <laughs> was also like, shit, I didn't actually want that much attention. But uh, it's always that dynamic with me, and it's okay. And I went. And it was great. I made some really wonderful connections. When I spoke, you know, I made the whole crowd laugh. There were all these, like, super techie um, businessmen, you know, innovators, but these, you know, like, uh, at the, you know, hospital-level people and, and CEOs and stuff. So to me, it was very, in, on one hand, it was intimidating so it felt like I didn't do I accomplished something. I didn't, It's not like I came out with any sort of reward. But I felt like I was winning because I went there by myself. I set up my, my whole table. People came by. I had fabulous conversations. I had some really nice connections. I spoke in front of the whole group. It was like, I don't know, 120 people. People oh. responded to me and then came afterwards to congratulate me. I got out of there and I was like, I, I'm winning, man. I don't care. You know, it doesn't translate. It's, it's an internal feeling. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I, I, yeah, because I would always hear that about the charismatic leader and think, I don't really quite, you know, I don't really get, maybe I'm not charismatic leader because I don't quite get that piece, but I definitely have that sense. I mean, it just, I'm winning because, I mean, like when I get off a phone with a client, you know, and they've yes. had some major aha, it's like, frickin' A, man, this is, I'm on, uh, yeah, I'm winning. I'm, I'm, I'm juiced. I'm alive. Yeah, I, to, I, I from that perspective, I totally get it. 
Yeah, it's that. It's actually that. It's not, yeah, winning to me doesn't, I guess that's what she said, and I was like, oh, okay. I think it really touched a core in me, but it's true that internally it doesn't feel so much as winning as like, wow, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, I, you know, I, I can own my value. It's true. It yeah. is true. I am valuable. I have something of value to offer, and yeah. people, people respond to it, and that is a wow. Yeah. Yes, that sense. Yeah, that sense yeah. of I have something to, I have something of value to give. Yeah, that's huge for me. Right, and not only that, but also people are really confirming that it's true. And one thing that I have to share with both of you, and to me, it was a completely, it was a really a tipping point because my biggest fear when I found out I was a charismatic leader was that, and this is, I think it's part of being a charismatic leader, and a huge part having to do with my history, but. I felt like, shit, if, I, if what is going to give me inspiration and make me feel valuable and gratification in my life is going to be being seen, I'm, I'm actually screwed because for me being seen meant I was a potential target where they were gonna, people were going to be judging me, you know, criticizing me, rejecting me, and finally I was going to end, end up abandoned. And that that whole thing was like so scary and so painful that I didn't even want to put myself out there. So one thing happened that I, I was invited to speak. This was like, I don't know, three years ago or so, something like that. I was invited to speak, and I was going to speak in front of like 20 people, and I was like, okay, I can do these 20 people. On the way there, they called me and they let me know that I had to go to the auditorium, step at the at, you know, step in the office because they were going to make copies of my handout. There were going to be like, I don't know, 100 or some people instead of the 20 or 30. I freaked out. I just completely freaked out. And I remember that I called my accountability partner at the time and um, and I shared with her, you know, they're going to they're gonna be criticizing me. They're going to judge me. Gonna... And what she told me, she said, I know that this is going to sound really bizarre and but it's going to really, it's going to help. And so we were tapping and she said, the truth is, they will judge me. They will criticize me. And some of them won't really like me and they will reject me. But the truth is, not everybody will do that. And the people, and it's not about me. It has nothing to do with me having something of value to offer. It says that, the people that are ready to receive and that resonate with my message, they will receive it, another font. And I was like, oh, God. That was like, it just completely transformed my energy from there forward. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, I don't want to be the one always talking, Saloni, so I'll just say that, yeah, I totally <laughs> resonate with the fear of being judged by others. Mm. That's a big blocker for me that keeps me stuck. Right. Yeah, and it's okay that you talk. Saloni can talk whenever she. That that maybe Saloni, are you? A, do you think that you are charismatically the primary or secondary? Um, I think I'm going into it more as a primary, but you know, I'm I, I'm very adaptable, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so, you know, and like at the moment, I'm just in a tired resting mode, so I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, some graphic <laughs> lessons. Oh, great. Do you do you resonate at all with the whole feeling of like you know feeling 
you know, either judged or, you know, rejected. Oh, yeah, you... absolutely, uh-huh. big time. I mean, you know, especially with what I'm doing, with the career that I've got, with marrying the two, with my upbringing, like, majorly. I have huge amounts um, of fear around that, um, lots of, um, I mean, it's, a lot, it's, it's dampened down a lot, but it's, um, you know, it's, you know, and I feel like I sit between the two because I'm a doctor. I do spiritual stuff. I don't really agree with the extreme of either side. So a lot of time I really end up watching my mouth and what I'm saying, even just on the website and this, that, and the other. And, you know, it's because it's I've been attacked from both sides before. So it's a really uncomfortable place to be at times, you know. Yeah. 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 Now, I was just curious because... I think that it can it, that that has been something that I've noticed as a common thing the the whole fear of being rejected and that's why we in general have that vow of invisibility. Yeah. So, but I have to tell you, Cynthia. I mean, to both of you, for for me, that and I kept on working on it, right? Uh-huh. But every time that I think about it, it's like you know, it's true. And I have said this so many times to people, and, and uh, some, some people get a little offended by it. You know, not even Jesus was accepted and loved by everyone. Why would they? Yeah. You know, why would I be? Right, right, right. Yeah. And how how devastating is it really if some people don't? You know, it's like, well, they don't. I don't. I don't resonate with a lot of people. I mean, I'm very discriminating in particular about who. I, you know, connect with. I just don't. I mean, when the when that unique person comes along, it's like, oh, yay, what a blessing. You know, I mean, I think that's just human nature. We're sort of, that, you know, we kind of have that sort of whatever it is, the wiring or, you know, we sort of, you've, I'm sure both of you have had that experience when you meet somebody mm-hmm. that, and there's that instant sort of connection. It's like you found, you know, another member of your tribe, but they're rare, and that's why they're so special. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, my curious, Cynthia, you said something that totally makes sense to me. Um, the light bulb went on because the truth is I am so discriminating and I am so, I can be so judgmental. <laughs> and it's, it's hard to admit, but it is true. And because of that, I think that I'm so afraid yeah. of other people being judgmental of me when in reality I'm constantly doing that. And and it's not it's so good to realize that yeah the, the, in truth the people that resonate with me and my message my value what you know what I have to offer are amazing people and those are the people that I really want to attract the people that I don't it's like it's totally okay and the the bigger issue for me is that where I go because I go into like if they don't like me there's something wrong with me right. Hmm. where I started thinking, well, what if it were possible that there's actually nothing wrong with me? It's not that I'm not good enough or I don't know enough or whatever it might be. And it says that for whatever reason, we don't resonate. And right. it's not its not a fault. It's not a, you know, like a, there's, there's nothing wrong with anybody. Yeah. So, yeah. Go on, go on. I, that's what, especially me with dating, that's what I've started being much more accepting of, you know, because in the past it'd be like, oh, they don't like me, what's wrong with me? And now I'm much more like, okay, we just don't match, we're just not a vibrational match. Yeah. And I think that, that does get 
you know, le- does lessen down with time as you realise it's not really about you. It's probably more about them. Yes. Well, that's what it is. That's sort of what I was trying trying to find the word, Saloni. It is. It's like we either there's either a vibrational match or there isn't, and it has nothing to do with us, who our personality yeah. or anything. It's just it either exists or it doesn't. It's almost you know like a law of physics. You know, what goes up must come down. It's kind of the same thing. It's like it yeah. just if it either is there or it isn't. It means it has nothing to do with how we look or how we act or what we say or any of that. So, yeah. it's oh, that's good for my program actually. The that the shadow of because that takes me down a lot. The shadow of taking things personally, you know, yes. it's yeah. my life taking every freaking thing personally, and you know, it has nothing to do with me, and it causes me so much pain and suffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, but I I don't know for you, but for me, it's I have to constantly remind myself of that. It's almost like these. This little girl inside that goes like, oh, what if they don't like me? And then it's like, it's okay. It's okay because most likely if everybody were to like me, there's a bunch that I would have to reject because I don't like everybody. (laughs) And I don't like rejecting people because I have a big EIS and I feel for other people. I have a lot of empathy. So I wouldn't want to reject a lot of people. Right. So it's, it's like it's. It's part of, like, life in general, I think. It's like, you know, there's going to be people that we're going to attract and there's people that we're not. And it's and it's such a fabulous thing that it works that way because in truth, I, sometimes I'm really scared because I'm thinking, well, you know, I, I don't know all the ins and outs of different businesses. Like, so I'm a, you know, I'm a success business coach. and But I'm, I've learned to say I, I'm not an expert in your business and that's not my expertise. No, because people are like, well, you know, I I ran a big like um, mill or whatever, you know, and I'm like, I have no idea how things are done or what it would take or what are the best strategies for you to do your, you know, your business best. That's not really my expertise. And the, when I figured that out, like Margaret was talking yesterday, I was like, that was amazing. And I and I, I even turned it into a positive because I said the fact that I don't know how to run their businesses is that it makes me curious and I'm going to question things because I have clients that say well in my business these these things are done and I say well can you tell me more why is it that and sometimes there's a huge breakthrough because it's like well my it's a family-owned business and the grandfather did it that way and the father and now he has to do it that way and I'm like why maybe there's a better way and it's like oh okay so it's like it's like uh, the whole idea of this energetic connection to be required is that it's also like I I do have something of value to offer and the people that are interested in receiving exactly what I have to offer will just be attracted to me and my energy and my gift and the rest are not. And how wonderful is that? Yeah, it's like she was saying yesterday to um, Stefan about... You know, what about the 30%, you know, <laughs> that really love you? You know, who can, what, don't focus on the 70. It's like the 30%, focus your energies on attracting the 30% that think you're amazing. Yes, exactly. And I love that she said, I told him, I said, did you hear what she said? She would die to have 30% of the market. Love oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, it's really, it's really, really interesting. So um, 
I don't know how you would you like to hear about how I went creating my programs, the part about the local marketing versus the long term strategies. Do you have wherever you are, do you have any particular or specific question? Well, I'd like to know how you created your program. I mean and Okay. And then how yeah. you got it out there for other people to know about it. So um the first time that I let's see. The first program that I did, I did a tapping into wealth um, coaching program in Spanish. And at the time, I had um, I had a few clients in the Spanish world, and I offered. I knew that I wanted to turn it not only into a program but also a product. So I wanted to do the recordings and then make it into a product that I would sell. So and it was my first time around. So I was like, you know what? Uh, this was last summer, so I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna charge a lot. And I, so I did a, I did something that was, which is different. The second time I did it in English was different pricing, different way of doing it, and everything. So the first time around was people that I already knew. I talked with a very good friend who had a uh, a little list. I promoted it to my small list, and she promoted it to hers. And I had, I think I had twelve people for that program. Uh, which for me was fabulous because I was, was like this uh, Margaret's program translated into Spanish, or did you do it, your own version of tapping into wealth in Spanish? No, it was actually Margaret's. I did uh, I did eight modules, which was pretty much the eight modules that we do. If you go into my website, actually, I I have it in Spanish and in English. Uh, but if you go into my website in English, you can see because I did the exact same thing in English and Spanish. It's all the eight modules. Mm-hmm. And I did a, a bonus class on, I think it, it may have been related to invisibility. I'm not, I don't remember clearly. Um, but I organized the eight modules and I did the audio where I run people through exactly like Margaret told us with my own take and I added my own things to it. But basically it was a tapping, I called it tapping into wells, uh, tapping, what did I call it? I think, yeah, into abundance, tapping into abundance, something like that. I translated to that instead of wealth. Um, and, uh, and if you know, we would meet on Skype instead of, because uh, I wanted to do just audio. That's what I did for both programs. Um, and I just did the classes. I just run people through, you know, the money map and the early money paradigm and so on. And, you know, everybody, yeah. I would take, I would take, you know, somebody that, you know, that would volunteer. Sometimes it was group tapping. Sometimes I took a volunteer and did one person. Uh, but before we started the program, I did, you know, the release. So I knew that I could use it as a... That's very important because you never know where you're going to use it. And recordings, I think, are so valuable. Yeah. You can, you know, right now I have from my individual program that, I'm put, that I have put in place, and that's a three-month program. And some, you know, I'm actually, as a big bonus to that program, they have access to the, you know, the the audios that are, you know, 90, I have nine audios that are 90 minutes each. So um, so that's fabulous. And I created, what I did as I created, is that, am I answering your question? Does it make sense, uh, Cynthia? Yeah, absolutely. And you had to get a release, you said. So when you were doing yes. this, and you would just send them what, like a, a, a an email or something saying just, how did that, I don't understand how that works. Well, I did. Uh, I did send them an email to everybody that was interested. I, you know, and I said, you know, 
this is going to, I, I put it in a really great way. I said, you know, as you know, you're getting this program uh, for these, you know, I charged like 300 for the whole program. It was like nothing, you know. And, and they knew they were getting a great deal and so on. So there was like, my biggest goal was to have this program in Spanish and have this product. Um, so, and also practice, honestly, because I was, you know, I was, I was pretty new. I wasn't like, I was an expert. Um, and I wanted to see how it would work to call the different pieces. But I did send an email to them uh, saying, you know, as you know, you're going to participate in this program, and this program eventually will be reaching other people that are that may not be able to participate in a life program, but would be you know would benefit enormously from having these audios, and by you you know by you signing these uh, release is like it's just you are agreeing that you you know these may be these audios may be. I completely, my, I have a, I, it's a very simple, I think I may, you know, I think I may have taken it from one of Alan's releases. But well, um, how does it work? You email them and then they sign it and mail it back to you or they? Yeah, they, they signed it and they emailed, for me it was like, you know, just a, yeah, I didn't do it in a legal way. I didn't do it like the whole, you know, big deal. It was something that they signed it, they put their initials and they sent it back. Oh, okay. But I did, I did emphasize the piece that was like, this was to, for them and to benefit others. And the other option that I gave them was that each member had the choice of ha- having their own name or having a different name. If they wanted to be anonymous and be called whatever, Paul instead of Christian or the other way around, you know, like choose a different mm-hmm. name so they wouldn't be able to be identified, that that was totally an option. Okay, thank you. Of course. Yeah, so, uh, okay. Um, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to see, because I was talking to Denise about that, because I was talking to her about my program, and I said, look, I'm not doing any classes, I'm not doing any marketing, I'm just looking for some people, and she was like, you know, record it and get them to sign a release so you can turn it into a home study program, because I was like, mine's all one-on-one, um, and I'm just looking for five to ten clients, um, but top end, so that's handy to know. Um, I might even get a release form off one of you guys after you've done yeah, and I, I think that even if you get a group, like there were times I have to say that there were, yeah, there were 10 or 12 people in the in that first group, mm. um, but sometimes we had four, sometimes there were three, sometimes, you know, it wasn't like everybody was there every time. In the Spanish, actually, there were a lot, interestingly, there were a lot more reliant, um, yeah, just a lot more reliant and really, really focused than in the English. The English was a lot, I actually had more people and a lot a lot of people did not participate at all. It was very interesting to me. But, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, I had those releases. And then um, the wonderful thing about the group program is that it can definitely be turned into a product yeah. where a one-on-one, you cannot do that. You know, it's a lot more personal information. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, can unless you actually choose to. But the other piece is that when you actually have is that something that you are you are you interested then in creating a program that would be a, that have a group component? Um, at the moment, no, because for me, you know, I'm going back to medicine. I don't have the time. I know that I can do the one-on-ones and deliver, and and I can deal with that. So it's about being nice with myself and knowing what I can deal with, and I need to earn money afterwards. So I'm really going for 
January, I'm going for one on one, 15 hours, top end, um, and you know, just five to ten clients. And then, you know, what I probably will do is record it, and I'll have worked with a few more people of, of doing that, and and then put it into, you know, then I might do a group thing after that. But I think just for where I am at the moment, that's really all I can deal with right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing now. So I have one suggestion, and uh, yeah. and I, you know, and you can, of course, anything that I yeah. say, you can just consider it. Or, um, with your one-on-ones, and this is mm. something that I've done too, I have one part of the, the program that I saw, because, you know, when people ask me about sessions, I say I don't do sessions. I do programs. I do three-month programs, six-month programs, or, you know, whatever mm. it might be, or there's, there's a program that you can actually purchase that is more like a do-it-yourself, like the audience and stuff. But with the one-on-ones, what I do is that, and it's also a bonus to them, I have a monthly group call. Mm-hmm. And that gets recorded. And that actually has a, has several purposes of doing that. One yeah. is that you actually, um, you can record that. You can actually walk them through a process. Mm-hmm. And and you can tell them, you know, you can say, you know, the group the group component is going to be recorded, and I may it may be used for you know for um, other people may listen in people that are in the program right now, people that are in the program in the future. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if at any point you want you don't want to give your name, that's totally fine. Whatever it might be, but it's actually to find that I always say, you know, as we're all journeying together in these in this path, and it's so great to know that there's others and that we feel accompanied. And sometimes there's, you know, feeling that somebody else brings something up that they're going to do that we didn't even realize. Um, sometimes if I do a, just a Q&A about what mm-hmm. is happening, sometimes I do a, a process uh, that mm-hmm. is easier to turn into an audio and then turn into like, a, you know, a plus that you can offer, you know, Future, future clients, mm-hmm. um, but also they get used to the fact that you don't just work one-on-one. This is part of an, a bigger picture. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. if, so if in the future you offer a group program, they're like, oh. Uh, so one of the things that I did with my group when I launched the, uh, the program in English, and, um, and I had Margaret actually... Um, Margaret has a special thing. I don't know if you know these for the people that wear platinums, the people that have the platinum level, if you qualify and there's all these loops that you have to jump through, um, then she does one mailing. And uh, so I had access to her people to do that program. And in that program, what I did was a group program that had an individual component. So the program had two individual sessions included in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, so it's just what the interesting piece about that is that then when you actually present a program and you're going to hire uh, to a higher um, what do you call it high what high price no no you call it high price what do you call it high. level or yeah top, high yeah, level. The end, yeah yeah when you call it a higher level program you're charging more but if you See, the big difference that I notice is that when I do my programs uh, versus the, the when I did just personal, personal, sorry, personal development and I did sessions, I would do like the package sessions, right? Like four sessions, six sessions, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. It's just a session. So people actually very easily equate 
that this is how much I charge per session, even if you have to get a package, right? Yeah. When it's a program, they're getting other components, like they're getting these audios, they're getting, I have the tapping scripts that go with each audio, um, I have some, you know, like pl- some exercises and maps that I share that I also have modified for Margaret, and they have the group call. So it's like, okay, it almost it's like, even though the the media, the part that is the most important of the program, may be the one on ones, it actually it makes a lot more sense, and they're not automatically translating into like, well, now all of a sudden you're charging double for your one on one session. Does that make sense? That makes sense, yes. Makes, I was on mute for a second because I had to go to the bathroom. That makes sense to me. Okay. Because that was something that I when, I, when I changed from doing the personal development and, you know, packages of sessions to the program, yes, my one-on-one, if you just, if I, if I think just money dividing it by the number of sessions, it's one thing, but in reality, they're getting so much more than that. Yeah. So that is a big thing that I learned both from Stefan and Margaret in, in the last couple of years. Uh-huh. So that is, and to plan for that, I think it's really helpful. Um, I, how is Alan going about you creating your program? How is that? How does that work? Well, we have a call every uh, week, and he's just basically taking us through the steps of how to create. You know, first uh, he has something called the um, oh, where is it? Whatever this, we have to fill out like a create a blueprint. So it's basically just a quick sort of rough draft of of your program, each module, the problem that you're solving, the solution, the transformation, and then the tools you'll use, whether it's tapping or Whatever. And so we have that. And then he just takes us through, you know, uh, each step of, of creating a, a program. Like um, last, ta- last call was all about your, your lead magnet. So um, your number one sexiest, most amazing tool, technique, or exercise in your program that you're going to, you know, put out there to the population so they'll be like, Ooh, I wanna I want that, you know, I wanna sign up for this program. So, you know, it's just step by step how to to create it and then how to launch it. It's a lot about launching it, you know. I mean I keep getting stuck on how to freaking create it because I gotta do that, you know. <laughs> and I gotta set the set aside the time to do it and um yeah. set aside the time to create my website and you know, I go into, you know, spinning in my head and can't get anything out, you know. Out. <laughs> yeah, the one thing that I discovered is in the whole creating the website and the program. Actually, I realized that um, it is true that there can be a lot more. If you go into my program, it's um, I do describe what I do, but it's a lot. It's not as it could be more thorough. It could be a lot more thorough than the description that I add. And um, you know, like you're talking about what are the benefits and what is it. So you're talking about what's covered, what are the benefits, and uh, or the and what's the transformation? Yeah, the problem you solve, the solution, the transformation, and the tools you use in each module. Yeah, yeah, and the tools you use. Yeah, I I don't think that I talk about that. 
But Laura, in your program, you now have a product, right? Yes, I do. And do you sell that? Is that like just a? Is that sort of a, a? uh, an, an income stream that's kind of ongoing that you just sell that or do you sell it at particular times, launch it and sell it at particular times of the year or does it just sell all the time or how does how does that work? I, I don't have it. I, I have not had, a, you know, I don't have a, you know, launching or an evergreen system in place. I don't. The way my product is right now is like it's on my website and the way that I have it is like, okay, this is one of my services, one of my programs. And if somebody's interested, then they contact me, and I have a, a you know CSA with them, and that's that's what I've been doing it right now. Um, so I have a CSA, and if you know somebody's interested in doing my individual program, what I actually have there, I believe, is my individual program, okay. which has you don't so have like has, your 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 program that you took people through those twelve people became a product. So do you sell that product to people who contact you and say, here, I just want to go through it, you know, listen to the recorded calls, you know, kind of like Margaret does with PPS, you know, power, right. you know like yeah. that, an occasional group call. I don't, I have not have in place like a, either a launch or an evergreen. What I've done so far right now, which is for me, is the simplest and is where I'm at. And, you know, I may get there sometime. I use it in two ways. I use it um, when I, so I have it, I'm promoting it as my individual program. Whoever's interested and contacts me after the CSA, let's say that they tell me, and this has happened, um, you know, right now I don't have the money to do the whole whole individual program, but I'm interested in doing the audience. Can I just have access to your product? And I said, no problem. I send them to a page. So if you go to my website, there's no prices anywhere. So I send them to a page where they actually can purchase just the product. And they can go and... Individual program, they're working with you individually. Yes. So right now, what I'm actually most interested in is working individually with people in my three-month or six-month program, and they receive this product or this audio as part of the program. I got it. Okay. So you use it that way, the pro... Okay. The thing that you created with the twelve people, you, you they get that when they work with you, or people can just do go through it on their own for a particular. Exactly. I, yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. But I, like but that. I know that at some point I can definitely actually make turn it into a, like an evergreen that is people can go into my website, or I can do it like Margaret does, that I, you know it's being launched twice a year. I don't have the list in these in, at these moment. You know, it's not my focus right now to do that whole. I know that that. What uh, what really would drive a lot more traffic and the whole thing? I'm not there right now. I, I cannot even think about it right now, um, because but that does happen also in my Spanish site, and a lot more people go for the program in, for the product on my Spanish site because of uh, financial situation. See, the dollar is so strong that for both um, Latin, you know, South America, Latin America, and Spain. Um, a lot of people start with the product, listening to the audios, and some of them have actually then when their finances are in a better place, then we do the individual piece. So that's a question I have too, the how do you build a list? <laughs> I mean, you said you're, you're not there yet, but do you have ideas about that, like, you know, from Stefan? How do I, oh, yeah, the, the list, it's interesting. My list has been building a lot in my Spanish. My Spanish is my main focus. 
And it has been building because I've been, well, I have my video mini course on my website. Okay. And I have, I have quite, a, I don't know, I have, I don't have a ton, but I have around like I don't know, 30 videos on my YouTube channel in Spanish. Wow. Yeah. So that's how they find me. The Spanish community has found me that way. And, uh, and I have that, I grew from zero. I mean, I really, it's really amazing. And I, to me, I'm really thrilled. I have, I think I just broke the, I have a thousand subscribers on my, on my um, Spanish channel on YouTube. Wow, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. So I have, I have my list in Spanish and people are going. So what I've done is that people sign up, they see my videos. In my videos, I have a little intro and I have an outro, which is at the end of my video, I always say, if you want more information or you're interested, subscribe and go to my website. You can get, you know, have access to my free video mini course. And uh, so a lot of people do that, and that's how my list has been building. And then what I have done, because I'm, I'm really bad at following through. See, one thing that I discovered last week is that I don't know about you ladies, but I don't open all the email, the, the promotional email that I received from, you know, Alan and Marisa Murgatroyd and Lisa Sasevich and Pamela Bruner and, I don't know, the people that, you know, I've signed up over the years with, I don't open their email. Do you? No, not to, no. not all, some. Yeah, I open, I open one probably every few weeks. I open Margaret's because I'm in her program, but I sometimes don't even open Alan's. Probably that's why I don't know about the program. Yeah. Uh, because I'm I'm constantly replying to emails and doing other things, so I don't. I'm probably missing all some things, but I'm not doing it. And because of that, I translated that as like, why would I be bombarding people with emails when they're not going to open them? That's my you know my take. But what I have done that this makes sense to me is that whenever I make videos, like tip videos that I put into my YouTube channel, I add them to my um, my little, what do you call it? Um, it has like it has a name. That, you know, do either of you have like a, a new a newsletter or a video mini course or anything like that? I don't. I don't either. Okay, that is really important to do. Whenever you, it's just a step. Whenever you know, whenever the time comes. But that was one of the first things that I did, uh, because then people, when they get to your website. Um, Actually, since you're creating your website, uh, Cynthia, I don't know about you, Saloni. Are you are no, you in the process? No, no. no, near, no. I, that's why I'm just keeping it simple, and I'm just going for the five to ten, three three months. Although after listening to you, I think I will put a monthly group call in, and and, and I'm just you know simple, and one one on one. Yeah, I'm of course. Not yeah, yeah. And it would no, overwhelm I- me right now if I'm right now. Yeah, and there's so many other things. So I think it's so important to is like, you know what, whatever you're at is perfect. Yeah. And, you know, and just take whatever may be useful. And uh, so I did these, I did a lot in the first year with Margaret, which is why I just wanted to quit. I was like, this is insane. And, and of course, I did, I hated doing it. I was like really pushing through, like felt like I was like that pushing through doors that had nails around them kind of thing. That was how it felt. And uh, and then I finished my video mini course, and then Bethany gave me feedback and said, oh, this one's great, but you have to redo these and these and that. And I was like, 
I'm not doing that. Not, <laughs> no way. But anyway, since then I had redone it. But any, it just, but um, that is important. So Cynthia, when you're ready to have your website up, make a very simple website, but create an opt-in, what they call it. Create something, um, and it could be, you know. Margaret said it has to be a three-video mini course with a welcome. Okay. If you're not there or it's, I don't know, do you have an easy time or a hard time with video right now? How are you doing there? Hard time. You have a hard time? Yeah, I was thinking I'd do more like a, you know, a little news, I don't know, there's different options for opt-ins, right? I mean, you can do sign up here for my newsletter or take this little quiz or, right? Oh, yeah, you can do anything. The most important thing is, like, what is going to be easy for you to continue doing? See, I don't like writing newsletters because I don't, also, I don't read them. And I, like, I can't, yeah, I can write, but it's like, eh, okay, whatever. I'm not, I'm not that interested. I have it, right now, I have an easier time with videos. So I can put a video, and I also am so visual that I prefer that. And but, uh, so with, with your YouTube channel, when someone sees a video of yours, just on whatever, then at the end of that video, is there an opt-in too? Uh, there's not an opt-in in the video, but I invite them to um, to go to my website, and they have the information oh, okay. right there. They can click on it. Okay. And and then they can opt-in in my website. Okay, got it. Okay. Yeah, because they cannot, they cannot I, I opt in directly from YouTube. It has to be in your website because it's connected with your whatever server you use for okay. them to opt in. In right? Okay. All right. So it's all yeah. This is all like an incredible Greek to me, but now it's starting to. I'm starting to get it. You know. Yeah. So when you're talking, because I've been through the Rockstar program last year, and I'm doing Alan's thing, it's like, oh, okay. It's start starting to see like a little you know pattern, and I'm able to connect the dots. But uh, yeah, yeah, and it and it's simple, and it's like it's it's simple, and it's it's a lot, and it has to, you know it has to be. I'm very aware that the reason that I was so so fast is because Stefan had everything in place, and he's my tech guy. If I had to do all that I've done alone, there's no way, absolutely no way. Yeah, I don't have a tech guy, and I often feel overwhelmed. But Yes, yeah, and it makes a lot of sense. And you know what, Salani? Find, find out if you can actually have support from someone. Where, you know, I don't know who's helping you create your website. Salani. Can you hear me, Cynthia? I can hear you, yeah. I don't hear Saloni's response. Oh. No, but I was asking you, who's helping you create your website? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking to Saloni. Um, who's helping me? I got. Um, I went on Elance, and then I finally picked a, a company here in the U.S. They're called Your Design Guys, and they have a set one price. It's reasonable, and um, so I've got a good guy helping me who's actually Great. the senior program uh manager, the senior, whatever, project manager, they assigned me to some girl who was lame. So I reached out and said, which was a big deal for me. I said, this is not really working for me. And you made me a lot of, you know, kind of promises, and I'm not getting that. So they assigned me to this guy. He's been excellent. Yay, awesome. Yeah. 
Now I just got to sit down. And, you know, I said, well, so what are the next steps for me? I asked him that yesterday. What do you need from me now that we have, you know, had some of the basic discussions <clears throat> so I know what I need to get him? This is when I'm going to do it. Well, take your time. Take your time. It's okay. It's okay. You know, you're not, you're, there's no rush. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Saloni, are you still with us or you have to... You I have am, to no, sorry, my credit, my, I keep on using Wi-Fi, my credit ran out, so I am still with you, but I will have to run off soon. Yes, yeah, I do too. But uh, any other question before you run out? Anything that makes sense or anything at all that what worked or didn't work or... Um, no, I think I'm, I mean, I think my take home is that I'll probably put some monthly group calls in my stuff, um, because I think what you said is great about in the future, maybe doing, you know, doing less one-on-ones, um, and that probably would give me a bit of confidence and probably a little bit scared of it, um, if I'm being honest, so, yeah. Great. And then the other piece that is really good is that then you have an idea, you know, how to do the group process and so on, which is also a great experience to have. Yeah. That's yeah. really great. Yeah. Wonderful. And Cynthia, how about you? Oh, no, this has been awesome. I, too, have to jump off because now I've got Alan's call. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Wow. But um, this has been fantastic, actually. I feel like I got a lot of... My needs met, especially early on, with just knowing that, you know, just being able to be so, you know, vulnerable with you guys and getting some really amazing support and validation and feeling like I'm not alone. And then this whole business piece has been amazing, too. It's like, okay, 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 I kind of see the steps now. I kind of do know what, you know, and I'll get someone to help me because I don't know about the technology. Yeah, and that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect and, and very necessary, very like very much so. Otherwise, the same with the launches. I think that I, I there's no way I would have done that, um, you know, by myself without without Stefan. It's like it's insane. I, yeah, you're lucky. Like, I'm a little jealous of this whole Stefan connection. <laughs> yeah. Well, Thank you know, you it is it's <laughs> it, it's. I have to admit, it is. It is really fabulous. It, it has its downsides because then I fell for. I have to tell you, for a year and a half, uh, it was not good for our marriage because he was being my coach as well as my partner. Oh yeah, and yeah, that yeah. that was not good. No. So there's there's always a, an upside and a downside to things. And, yeah, to uh, everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and the I other see. piece is that when you pay someone to do it, then you actually reach out and they do it, right? Yeah. When yeah. it's somebody that, like, my, my husband is like, well, I'm busy right now. I cannot do it now, you know. And it's, like, <laughs> it's not, like, on demand. <laughs> so, yeah. But I look forward to connecting again. And uh, I'm so glad that it was useful. It was definitely useful for me, too, to put things into perspective. I'm very grateful. Mm. No, it was great. Thanks. Yeah, really great. So I'm up next, I guess, in September. Uh What's our when do we when's our regular meeting? Uh, I it's think um, is it the second second Thursday of the month? Yes, second Thursday. Okay. So I'm pretty sure is it should be the second Thursday is the is the ninth, right? Is it, no, sorry, sorry, the tenth. The tenth. Nine two, ten. Okay. Yeah, I'm nine ten two p.m. At what time? Two p.m. Two, so that's twelve my time. Okay. Yeah, I where, where, where are you, Cynthia? You have to jump off, Saloni. 
No, no. Do you have a, cl- a time change before the 10th of September? Do your no. clock go? No. What? Okay, fine. No, no, it's 2 o'clock is the, is Eastern, but I'm for me it's 12 o'clock because I'm two hours okay. earlier. Where okay. are you, Cynthia? In New Mexico. Oh, right, right, great. Yeah, great. so... Um, yeah, so all right, nine, ten, fifteen at twelve at two Eastern, and then I guess I'll send you guys the uh, call in, you know, the, the the number to call. Perfect. And I I think Saloni, to answer your your question, yes, we mm. do have a change. We do have a change, but I think it happens in October. When okay. We have, good. Cynthia, oh. don't we have like a, a fall? You know. Oh, fall? sure we do. Yeah, but I think you're right. I don't think it happens till okay. October. Can you just remind me because I always because we change too, but. We, and I've been caught out in the past because I'm like, okay, it's five hours. And I'm like, oh, no, I've got it. <laughs> you know what, um, I would, what I would recommend, Saloni, that is yeah. sometimes I do that when I talk with people in different countries. I always yeah. just, I go into Google and I put what time is now in whatever. Yeah. And it just okay, tells yeah. you right away. So because sometimes, you know, our country changes, somebody else's doesn't, or, you know, yeah, you're Yeah, the changes right. are different times and you get caught out. You think you've got it and then it's like, oh, no. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, also, Cynthia, I have a question for you, but you're jumping off with Alan, so I can I can send you an, an email. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, is it something I can answer quickly or no? Uh. No. Okay. All right. You send me an email. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So I think it's gonna be great. And uh, Saloni, thank you so much for making it. Yeah, just did. I I thought I probably would, but I was like, you know what? I'll send an email just in case because the weather was terrible and you just don't know. So I thought, okay, just in case, I'll just feed it so it's not a little shock if I don't. <laughs> right, right. Glad yeah, I made it. so many. I'm very glad. Yeah, so many times I am on the car with you know with on the phone and stuff, trying listening yeah. to calls or whatever it may be. So have a wonderful weekend, ladies. You too, and thank you very much, both of you. This is great. You're very welcome. Bye. Bye. Bye.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.